Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's wondering why his little stout with Carl Stevanovic hasn't made front-page news. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, uh, everyone around the world. Finally, the end of the week, Greeno. One of those weeks, Greeno. How about one, a little bit of one of these? I like stories up? about pinatas. You know those weeks where you feel like you, you feel like you've been moving and busy, and it doesn't matter what profession you're in, what job you do, right? But just one of those mm-hmm. weeks where you feel like you're constantly moving, constantly busy. You're buzzing around. You're active. You're doing stuff. Yet yeah. at the end of the week, you look back on the week and you're like, I actually did fucking nothing here. Like no, nothing has changed. Nothing nothing got yeah. better. Nothing's yeah. any nothing's any better than it was at the end of last week. Nothing's what progressed. the fuck what the fuck have yeah. I been doing all week? Nice. Lack, lack of sense of achievement there. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. So like, you know, I feel like at, you know, Friday isn't a, a relief like, yay, the end of the week. It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. Friday's great because you know what? I can now say to people, Oh, look, that was last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I don't know what was going on last week. (laughs) Don't worry about last week. That's it. Every Monday you just get to reset again, Mm -hmm. which is why you shouldn't have, you know, your worst day on the Monday. Monday should be the best day. You know why? Because you've got the whole rest of the week to have a bad day, and you probably will. Hard reset. That's it. Monday's fresh day. There you go. I like stories about pinatas. Speaking of Monday's True Monday is that, like, first chip out of the packet, Mm. if you will. Yeah. Where like enjoy it, actually, Savor fucking, it. That's that's actually not a bad analogy. So yeah, yeah, you open you open the pack, right? The the first couple of chips is the Monday, and you should be enjoying those first couple of chips. Should be, yeah. and then but then they taste a little funny at first because you're like you just had a piece of papaya or mango or something, so, and then yeah, you bite into the potato chip profile. with the salt, yeah. and then it's, it fucks yeah. you up for a minute. You know, like, oh, what it's is no this? Good. But then you're halfway through the second chip, and you're like, all right, now I'm digging it. I'm in the groove. You're now. digging it. Yeah. Now, you've also got your Monday, which is also kind of like a thin layer. There's always that it first is. bit. You're, it's crunchy, you're ruffling though. around. Yeah. You're ruffling around for those big chips up top. You now, are, that's your Monday, because yeah. you try and keep your Monday light, yeah. And then Tuesday is when you get to your heavy part of the chip packet. Yeah, so you, Monday you open up the chip packet and you do that move yeah. where you have a quick little look in it and you just kind of jiggle it yeah. around a little bit, you know, like yeah. shake them up, well, shake them up to the top. Here? Where's yep. the big ones? Where's the big boys out? There we go. That's, Ooh, that's a big one. That's, that's a good one. That's really like panning for gold, you know, because you're trying mm. to shake the loose, insignificant bits to the bottom of the bag so you retain yeah. the full chips at the top where they're easily accessible for their crunchiness, Greeno. Spot on. And exactly. then Tuesday is where you're actually getting in – I'm going to say wrist deep to like kind of reach into the bottom of the bag because you're looking for those you, those ones that got away through the sifting it, process. A couple of nuggets. I wouldn't even down say there, that. You know? Tuesday still you've got you got still got the girth of the bag. Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, it's a hefty. It's a, we're talking about a family size bag here, like a party. We're talking about bag. a proper bag. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. Tuesday through Thursday yeah. of your work week is is the hefty part of the bag mm. where there's chips from end to end of the packet exactly. and they're all reasonable size, mid or mid to low, and they're yeah. fine. Yep. Then you get to Friday and you seem semi-disappointed because you feel like you've achieved nothing because you've got all the crumbly chips at the bottom. Mm. But the secret nugget is it's the end of the week and all the flavor has sucked to the bottom. That's so it. those chips, even though they're shitty and crumbly, are flavor country, sir, because all the flavors absolved to the bottom mm. of the week, hence the Friday, and the extra enjoyment at the end of the pack. That's a fantastic oh, analysis Gary. there. And can I just say metaphorically as well, let's not forget, Greeno, the significance of the action, the physical action involved, the philosophy behind it. So Monday, you're shaking loose the bits that aren't, they don't matter. They're insignificant. Get rid of those. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with them on fucking Tuesday or Wednesday, Greeno. 
Greeno, yeah. you know. I just want the, the good, yeah. the juicy stuff at the top. Tuesday, Wednesday, you're working around for those bits that you might have, you know, slipped past you. Friday is when you've got your head tilted back, the bag over your head, and you're tapping, <laughs> tapping the rest of the bag into the mouth, Greeno. I'm just going to suck every bag, last mate. bit out of it. And you're also going for the small things. You don't want no big. You don't want no big chips on a Friday. No, the you greasiest, want the small dirtiest. chips that just get you to five p.m. You just go. I just want the little ones, yeah. and then we'll deal with the big chips again on Monday. And you know, this is why I don't. And my lovely wife, the lady Boogs Greener, you'll account for this. I, this is why mm-hmm. I don't eat really. I gen as a general rule, I do not eat chips out of the bag because no, no not chips? not out of the bag. No. They're always not in here. a bowl. Or like I, I like the little Tupperware bowls. So because when I'm finished, I don't really have to wash it up there, and then I can just snap the lid back on it, you know, and just put it put it aside. And it's like ah, it's safe; nobody can get in there. <laughs> <laughs> containing the leftovers, you know. And if you leave a few, you can always snap it back open a couple of hours later, Greeno, and then they're yeah. still in there, kind of nice and crisp. That's what Tupperware fresh. does, Greeno. Keeps the point it fresh. Of Tupperware. Freshness. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, that's generally the way I approach chips. And it's because when I get down to those bottom parts of the bag, I can't help but think I'm probably eating more of my own dead skin than I am chips at this point because it's all been pooling into the bottom of the bag. And it's yeah, fucking bit gross. Of germ, oh. bit of a germ factor, but at the same time, no. it's your germ. So, yeah, you know, I mean, life is good, sir. You're would, you piss, would you piss in your own mouth, though? That's your own germs, uh, bro. No, there's no Todd Carney action <laughs> here, you. sir. Thank there's you. no bubblers. So They're cool. So um, keep that in mind, kids at home, by the way. Don't don't ever eat chips out of the bag. Especially don't share chips out of the bag. That, that's the chips. cardinal sin because you don't my know my where that person's fingers have been. You know, My kids tried to do that to me the other day. They tried to put their hand in my chip packet. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, what, what are you doing? And I, and I smacked it away. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'll like, share a chip. bowl with my own immediate family, okay? No, no, no. There's no bowl. What I'm saying is I but I'm watching. But I'm watching every time you you go for a chip. Like if you touch more than one chip, I'm going to point it out. I'm going to call you out and go, no, 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 no. You have the one that you first touched. That's it. Get your fingers out of the fucking bowl, okay? I'm not into that thing where, you know, where people like they try to depict people when they're getting on really well and they're all their hands are just kind of mingling in the popcorn bowl or whatever. And it's like, that's yeah. a fucking nightmare to me. I don't want to be involved in that. That's a, that's an orgy of wrongness, you know? Yeah. Oh God, it, no, don't touch my food like that. That's disgusting. But, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But behind feet, I reckon hands are probably the dirtiest okay. of the, uh, the, the human elements. Yeah. Now it makes you really think pizza is really a, uh, like, Pizza is the most hedonistic food on earth because if you think about it, it's been it's had so much time with the person who made it personally getting involved with the dough, Their hands leaving. Yeah, right. There's something aspect. about pizza that yeah. makes it very intimate for the person who's making it. So in the food slash like orgy kind of freaky sex department, pizza yeah. is definitely at the pizza is Elizabeth Hurley in that movie where she pretended to be the devil with Brendan Fraser. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah. Nice reference, Greeno. I, I know I can always count on you for the frozen chook at the trivia. You know, <laughs> don't worry, Greeno knows the name of this movie. He'll figure it out. He knows the name of the movie. It's an eighties or nineties film. He's got it covered. Absolutely. So she, you know, that's that's the late night chip packet. That's all of these little cravings that we have, Greeno. Mm. But I can't have multiple hands going into the same chip bag, especially not the bag. That's a funnel for dead skin and fungus. Thank yeah. you very much. No, thank you. Nice 
It's a fat call as well because you've also got it's, it's almost like a double dip, if you will, without because the hands have got to the mouth, and at some point those fingers have had to have touched the mouth whilst putting the chip yeah. into the mouth. Yeah. So you you might as well have just put your mouth into the chip packet. Yeah. And spat in it and said, "Here you go. Yeah. You eat this." You're, but you're basically making out with everybody in the room. And the thing yeah. is, you'll, you'll, most people, 95% of people will instantly associate that with a good imagination. You know, when you say you're making out with everyone in the room and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. making out with, like, oh, obviously I'm at a party with like Scarlett Johansson and fucking, you know, Elle McPherson and all these people. Oh, obviously that's happening. But no, 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 this is a party where your grandmother is hosting. And yeah. your aunt and uncle are there. And you know that Ooh. fucking uncle that you really, you know, the one that smells like shit because he keeps shitting himself at every family barbecue, yeah. like at, the, the at one, 11 the in the morning. You see, leave the toilet cubicle and never <laughs> yeah. wash his hands. Yeah. That guy. You're also, guy. You're also licking his, his fingers as well. So, nice, Gary. Yeah. The guy enjoy, who couldn't even wipe his own ass, though he tried, and his hand yeah. proves it because of the stains on his cufflings, Greener. Mm, there you go. Yeah. So, no bags. Get off the bags, nah. kids. There you go. There's a hashtag. Greeno, get off the bags, and we'll, we'll just bag, have potato we'll, chips. <laughs> not even that. Just, just in general chip sharing is, yeah. is out of bounds out of, now. Out of the question. Now, how can we go through COVID and not address the people sharing a chip packet issue first? Well, now, that should have well, been addressed now. first before COVID. Forget about a vaccine. Why don't you stop sucking each other's dicks via a potato chip for a start? Well, now now you've opened up a, a massive can of worms here, sir, because now the, uh, the cheese platters that are served like yeah. when I come over to your home, oh yeah, I've, I've now got concerns because I'm like, wow, it's not do. even about in the chip packet. No. Now I've got people touching the gherkins, I've got the pickled onions, yeah, I got the the cube cheese. Well, I, uh, I did say, Greeno, I don't share food with anyone who's not my immediate family, and unfortunately, you know, many many years ago, you professed me as part of your immediate family, and I did the same. So no, I'm like, that's where I came. It's, well, it's, that's yeah. on you, I'm afraid, you know. <laughs> yep. You decided to be my mate, so you're now in yeah. the circle of let's not share each other's fungus. The circle fungus. of the germs, yep, yeah. it's, it's all good. No, yeah. fickle. Yeah, no, if you uh, get sick or your kids get sick, you know what, that's all right, we'll get sick too, I guess. You know why? Because we did share a, a packet of tubes on the other Packet you know, tubes, the other exactly. Night. Packet of bergamin. Packet bergamin. Um, you know, I found fucking bergamin the other I like day, I stories about yeah, yeah, yeah. But You know, remember they went away for like, so bergamin, if you're not, if you're not familiar, and you wouldn't we, be, if we you discussed were, this. On, we discussed this on the show like two months ago. Well, if you weren't, in, if you're from Vietnam or you know Europe or America, you wouldn't Sweden. know what Bergman is. Sweden, big, big, big in fans. Sweden, huge in Sweden. We love, we're number one in Sweden one week. Swedes, yep, they love us. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not familiar with Bergman, it's a very saucy kind. It's obviously it's a little crunchy like little chip. chip. Yeah, it's a tomato sauce flavored chip, but it's fucking incredible because. The the chip itself, it's so puffy. Like when yeah. you bite into it, and they're little men. They're like shaped like little burger men. They're burger men. Yeah, and and it tastes like tomato sauce. It's fucking it amazing. It's incredible. They're so good. They're so addictive because they're so like the, you pick up this little dude and you bite into him and it's puffy like a cloud. But it's like mm. cr- it's got the slightest little bit of crunch on the outside. The it's crunch, like it's like biting into savory like, cotton candy with it's a chips chips with a chocolate sir. outside layer. It's ridiculous. Ah, it's incredible. Beautiful. Yeah, and so they're starting to come back now. They were big when we were kids, and we used to get those tiny little bags that you hand kids. Yeah, and small they, bags. Now they're big boy bags. Oh, now you can get the big boy bags because society yeah. is far more mo- morbidly obese than it was when yeah. we were kids, yeah. you know. And so 
But when we were little, we'd get these little bags, and it used to always annoy me, Greeno, those little bags. These are little stories. I like stories about pinatas. Where they would have like shit like fun size written on it, and it's like, that's not fun. We need the big fucking bags that you can dive into and swim to the bottom of on Friday afternoon, Greeno. You know, when you get the chips. I feel like we're stealing a Seinfeld joke with this. I don't know. I don't know. Are we? Is there a Seinfeld joke about. Chips, about fun-sized fun size? Cho- chip- uh, chocolate bars. Oh, there might be, but it's a logical be. point because it's not it fun to have point. a very yeah. small piece of chocolate. Fun is having mm-hmm. so much chocolate that you can't move the next day. You know what I mean? Correct. I feel like you're flat out ripping off a Seinfeld joke here. I don't know if I'm ripping anyone off. Am I ripping someone off? I okay. think you're ripping Seinfeld off, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I've felt this way for a long time. Getting sorry, book. So. Getting sorry, book. No, I'm not fucking admitting to stealing co- anything nah, until it's proven. Copyright. Copyright. That's <laughs> um, fine. Oh, uh, what a what a what a strange thought! That's two people in a in a population of over what uh, are we five billion people at some point may have a similar view on something. Wow, nah. fucking shocking, shock horror. Nah. That's, that's, that's copyright. Nice scary. An insane age. Copyright. <laughs> Everything's copyrighted. Ah, mm. uh, maybe it's not what I thought. It's another. I swear I've heard that that joke somewhere else. So you were wrong. That's a, a sorry for you. It's a sorry book, yeah. So stick it up your ass, Greeno. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it obviously isn't. You looked for it, so. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. What were we Let's talking about? At some point? Burger Man. Yeah, we're talking about Burger Man. Yeah, Burger Man. <laughs> we start the show. Should we start the show now? Aren't we still in pre-show? Well, it's still pre-show, technically. Okay, we're 27 minutes in. We probably should start the show. 27 minutes in. What have we even spoken? See, this is what happens. It's one of those weeks where you, you've been moving the whole time, but nothing actually gets done. We haven't even nothing done. We haven't even started the show yet. There you go. I, still, I, still, I thought today was Monday. Monday. I took the last two days off, and I rocked up to work today thinking today was Monday. Hmm. Off put. There Everyone else was excited. I like stories yeah, about pinatas. I was miserable. I'm like, oh man, fucking, oh, I gotta start the day with the meeting. No good. Uh, big week ahead of me. And they're like, oh, happy Friday. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it's Friday. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I've been off the last two days. All right, excellent. Fucking Friday. Woo. It's perfect. Party time. That's it. It's good. That's a little pre-show there, and that and that's the thing when you have like these, you know, rel- when you have realistic expectations, you don't understand how happy you can be all of a sudden. Mm. Like, you exactly. know what? This felt like a Monday and now it's Friday. This is the best Monday I've ever had. It's fantastic. It's a big win. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and the two days off. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. Uh, the, then I work three days next week and then fucking holidays. It's going to be good. Good, good. Uh, let's, what have we got here? We've got a story time to kick off the actual show, sir. I like stories about pinatas. So the reason I was off the last couple of days is because uh, I went to Elton John, which we talked about on this show uh, over the last few weeks. And First and foremost, uh, once again, you you'd managed to find a way to set my expectations low. You're like, I heard his voice ain't good. I heard it's fucking cactus. <laughs> so I went in going, fuck, man, I've blown all this money on Elton and he's going to come out and he's just, he's going to be like James Brown where he makes someone else sing and play the piano and he just kind of comes up and he's like, hey, how you doing? And that was it. No, it didn't fucking happen that way. This dude was the, uh, the polar opposite of what we experienced with James Brown, sir. He came out and played fucking piano nonstop like a maniac and sang for two and a half hours. Nice, Gary. 
And he did not miss one note on that fucking piano in the two and a half hours. Was his voice like as pristine as it as it was in his peak? Well, I don't think any 75-year-old's voice is as pristine as it was 50 years ago. Mm. Uh, but was it way better than the expectations you'd set for me? More it's importantly, Greeno, more importantly, Greeno, was the cocaine his manager sourced from the streets of Sydney only hours before the show. Uh, did that uh, contribute to his outstanding and shining performance uh, later on in the night, Green? I think. TBD, sir. TBD. Yeah, <laughs> to TBD. be determined. We did, uh, we did get. I hope. We well, no. I, look, I don't know if he took coke. I doubt it. He's a 75 year old man. He probably had a cup of tea and went to bed, you know? Pretty but, much. Well, but I'd his, still his like message. to think that he's a rock star um, at you heart. So. And you think, you know what? I'm, this is probably the last time I'm going to be in Australia. Let's try some of the local gear. Let's see what they've got yeah. going on down there. We'll have a good show tonight, you know, but it probably We'll enjoy it last time in Sydney. Let's old. see where they got down the cross. Yeah. Um, well, and here's, the, well, here's, the, here's what I did like, though, because we got this, like, email the day before, hmm. and it was, it was kind of an email of punctuality. Punctuality. Going, a look, punctual email. It was a punctual email. It was like it's a bit weird. of an FYI going, <laughs> yeah. look, gates open at 5.30, hmm. show starts at 7.30. Yeah. We're not fucking around here. No. Show starts at 7.30. If you are not in your seat at 7.30, you're not going to fucking see the first couple of songs. And that's and the, that's Exhibit B of Elton John's age. Number one is his age, right? That's yeah. Exhibit A. And Exhibit B is he's nagging you about showing up on time because he doesn't want to be late for dinner or something, you know? Like, well, it, was, it starts at 7.30, young man. Don't be late. It was, Get there I, on I time. Saw it as a, I saw it as a courtesy. I'm like, look, FYI, this is we're not going to be like most other bands that you go see. I'm 75 years of age. I'm showing up on time because I've got to be in bed by 11. I've got to be tucked in. So we need to get this thing done and dusted. Got to get home. Uh, I've got to get home for Chris Cuomo at 11 or, you know, Tucker. Going to go home and watch Tucker Greeno at 7. Whatever. Whatever is watching. (laughs) So he's and literally started Mm. on time. 7.30 on the door. On the door. And was like, bump, 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 bump. I'm like, fucking, this is this is punctual. I like it. And people are still getting the seats. I'm like, did you knock at the email? There's a good uh, night. There's a good time you can set your watch to, Greeno. Exactly. Clearly. So then the rain. Very scheduled. Then the rain started pissing down about an hour in. Mm. And that's that's when I was like, well, this could be concerning because you hear some celebrities, a bit prima donna. I'm like, it's the fucking rain's getting on them. This could be bad. We've still got an hour and a half left of this show. And he's getting rained on. Fucking, is he just going to pull the pin here? Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, I guess. No, is no, he, he going to pull the trooper. pin or is he going to do the other old man move and just sit there and stop a song and go, excuse me, why hasn't anyone brought me an umbrella yet? Are you kidding mm. me? What am I paying you people to do? Stand around? Let's get a move on here, people. Come on, let's go. Oh, Credit you know, to him. Would he start Credit pissing him. himself? Like, yeah. also, you know, that was a question that needed to be answered, I think, on the night. Like, there you... may or may not, hard to tell because he was too busy getting rained on. So, yeah. would have been just soaked up in the pool. But Credit to him, did not miss a beat. What mm. he ended up have happening, his piano was on a platform. Mm. So, he basically, uh, the, the, the roadies came out as he's still playing his song, just moved the platform undercover a bit more. Oh. Well, that so, was that was easy. It makes me nice makes me wonder why so many concerts have been cancelled in the past. As if it's uh, that easy to solve, it's that easy. Just, just move them back a little bit. Moving back a little bit. So hey, uh, hey guys, I'm just wondering: have we ever thought about putting a roof over the musicians? Like, so when it hmm. rains, you know, like they can keep playing and stuff. Keep playing. Wow. Just 
Never thought of that. 100%. Incredible. So <laughs> kept on playing no matter what. And, and the fact that this, this stage was moving, yeah. still playing along, didn't miss a beat. Unbelievable. So Incredible. impressive that. Then I looked down because we, uh, my wife and I, we bought, uh, we, obviously we bought the cheap seats, hmm. which turned out to be the best seats because we were in the grandstand of the stadium, oh, undercover. Undercover. Nice, Gary. Nice, so Gary. the expensive seats in front of Elton yeah. that were in the open air yeah. getting pissed, pissed on from on the great height. height. <laughs> and it was it was at a, that a moment, moment. At, at that moment, they would have paid double what they paid for the original expensive seats to buy mm-hmm. your cheap seats from. To you. buy my yeah. cheap <laughs> seats where I could still see Elton under the, uh, the nice comfort. Again, you set your expect you set your goal at a reasonable level, yeah. you won't be fucking disappointed. Look how you oh, won. You won that day, Greeno. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, dry as a be bone. Be content with the cheap seats. It's fine. Exactly. You'll have a good time. It's fine. It's yeah. not a problem. You'll come up with a story time of your own if you buy the cheap seats. Story time. Exactly. So we're sitting there nice and comfy. Everyone's happy. Yep. Uh, concert ends. He's fucking played two and a half hours and you kind of forget how many hits he had because every time I'm like, well, he's got no singles left. Mm. And then next thing you know, like, oh, I forgot, oh, about, I forgot this about that one. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. He played two and a half hours of fucking hit after hit after hit. It was one of the most okay. unbelievable concerts I've ever been to. You know what? Sensational okay, experience. I'll give him, I'll give him, ironically, I'll give him one of these, Greeno. Because I thought it was going to be a, a very different situation where perhaps his heart may not have been in it, you know? Oh, it was in it. So he was a showman. You know, like, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong, I rock along to Elton John songs. Greeno knows that. Like, I, you know, I like some Elton John stuff. Um, I'm not as much of a fan of Elton as you are, uh, obviously, but, you know, I don't I don't have anything against Elton John. Like, I rock along to his music like anyone else mm-hmm. would. But uh, the, the best part about this story for me was the next day when I was kind of flicking through Twitter when I was having my morning cigarette and coffee when I woke up before I started work. And I came across a story that was, uh, despite the rain, because we had like storm, uh, like heavy, heavy storm briefly in Sydney uh, on the night of the Elton John concert. And then Correct. as it tends to happen sometimes in Sydney, you know, 15 minutes later, it's humid and stinking fucking hot again. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, fuck this. So that happened, and, um, you know, it was so heavy, and they, they were reporting Elton John carried on. However, Sydney's tram system broke down for an hour. Nice, and I Which, thought, wow, yeah. this is huge news because people aren't seeing the real point here. Elton John is more robust and trustworthy and reliable than our public transport system in this fucking state. Correct, so sir. congratulations, everyone involved. The, Elton, uh, Elton was able to keep going, but the trams weren't. So that's the, the machine. The machine that moved Elton's piano around the stage yes. had more movement than the tram system in Sydney that night. <laughs> so the trams shut down. They broke down. The while trams it was broke raining. down, but Elton's piano <laughs> movement system active. So we need to we need that's to sign the people that move the piano around uh-huh. to get the public transport going. I mean, it's clearly clear. the answer is clear. What we really do need is just a one hundred percent underground rail system. Then it never it will never be affected by weather ever at any point. You know. Unless, of course, it floods, which happens here, what, like twice, three times a year. But I'm sure we can manage that. I'm sure we'll, we'll work around really that. Work around which that. Which brings me brings me to my next story time, sir. Oh, oh little story. I like stories Flooding. about pinatas. The so concert finished, and uh, at that point, we had to, uh, my wife and I had to rescue ourselves from the relative safely 
safety of our underground oh sorry underground uh, house yeah yeah and uh, otherwise known as the dungeon locally and and wander our way back to the car park in which we parked Mm. which was the stadium car park. why would you walk to another car park where you didn't park greener that wouldn't be fair exactly let's go to the one we we parked at that's much more convenient (laughs) so (laughs) we're wandering there getting pissed on once again drenched soaked even though i was wearing like a poncho managed to get saturated drowned rat level of wetness. Didn't fucking matter, man. And he, uh, here's a, a quick story time in the story time. Oh, in a story. I like stories yeah. about the, pinatas. The difference in the concert going uh, demographic is mm. amazing. So, I can imagine uh, at an Elton John the, concert, the, you would the think fan- it's either people lining up at the retirement home or people working there, one or the other. Well, here's the thing. So with, El- <laughs> uh, with Elton, the, there was lit- I saw like seven-year-olds there yep. up until 70-year-olds. Yep. It was a wide demographic of ages throughout the course of uh, course. Yeah. Of Incredible. Everyone was enjoying themselves. But what as we're walking back, I was like, look, it's the end of a two and a half hour concert. People are fucking saturated. Uh, we've been here for three and a half hours. Mm. Everyone's a little bit agile. This is going to get a bit aggressive. But everyone was very polite. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. When I was reflecting back to the days where we'd go to like, like, because we, we're rock guys. Yeah. So we'd go to rock concerts. Yeah. And, and, if someone usually in fucking, shitty bars where there yeah. were not many people and it was kind of seedy and stuff, those are the kind of gigs you and I would enjoy the most, you know. But yeah. with rock gigs, as soon as you leave, you just know someone's going to be a fucking pissed cunt. Yeah, and, and start a fight and or something. Always, every time. And, and even though there's only 500 people in that concert, you, you've got like 50 troublemakers. Yes. This one, this one had 60,000 people, everyone and was not politely. Everyone was just politely jaunting back to their car or the tram or the tram that wasn't working or the train that wasn't working, any of those things. You know what? I would have given anything to wake up the next day and read a headline that was like riot broke out at Elton John concert. I think that would have been amazing. It would have been amazing. Didn't end up happening. Everyone was having a a good time. So we get back to the Stills on the front page of the newspaper of like an old woman beating some young kid in the face with her walker, you know. (laughs) That's something really terrible. That would be incredible. I wish it would. Yeah. Didn't happen though. Didn't. So we get back to the car park, and here's what happens. And you talk about the lack of infrastructure with the the tram system. Yeah. The lack of infrastructure in the car park is its own little fucking microcosm. That's true. So well, you got so, so we, many funneling in out, you know, to one or two spots, and, and one funneling out of one or two spots, and they're all trying to get yeah, out and out and in at the same time. Yeah. So my wife and I, we hop in our car. It's ten thirty p.m. Mm. and as we hop in, we already see that there's gridlock in our level uh, to the point where cars cars have come out. They they, they race to their cars yeah. to jump out, which is fine, and and they're just stuck. And we're like, look, we'll hop in our car, and this is what happens to these big concerts. We've been to them before, whether it be yeah. the footy or whether it be and that's yeah, the thing. Uh, that's probably this is one of the probably the main reasons why I don't go to these big events. It really is because <laughs> you know I'll have a great time when I'm there, but it's going to take yeah. me twice as long. It's twice the amount of time I spent at the thing. It's going to take yeah. me to fucking leave. This is Sydney. It's, uh, if, if you stick a lot of people in one place at one time, it becomes Death Valley. Like nothing gets yeah. out of there, you know. Well, for context, my wife and I drove from where we live to my parents' place yeah. in the same time it took me to get like a quarter of the distance into less, the concert. Less, far less exact, than a quarter. Exact same time. Yeah. And we're like, I'm like, what the fuck? Are we going to be late for this concert? Elton's told us 7.30 on the dot. We've got to get there. 
it's it's kind of like a thing. If you're not from Sydney, you wouldn't understand. But it's kind of like a thing. Like let's say let's say you have a four hour drive from wherever you are to Sydney. It's two mm-hmm. of those hours will be on the way to Sydney, in- and the other two will be just in Sydney just because in it's Sydney. ridiculous. Yeah. You know, in like a five it doesn't make sense. Span, two yeah. hours is fucking terrible. Yeah. So anyway, we managed to get in there, and then uh, so car park. We hop in the car and we look around, and I'm like. We've had a good time. So me and my wife are like, ah, you know, we'll just wait for these cars to move. We've been in this before. It normally takes yeah. about 15 minutes. <laughs> then then it starts to move and we're all good. So we're just kind of sitting back. We put some radio on. We're chilling. Yeah, just chill out. All good. And then suddenly it gets about half an hour and nothing has moved. And I start to see people hopping out of their cars. I hear, like, people just looking around. Going, what's, what's going on up here? I see this lady, which I, we referred to as boss lady. You know that guy? She's the Karen, if you will. Boss who just, lady. Who, who feels the need to hop out of a car and walk around to investigate what's going on, mm. but multiple times in the space of that 30 minutes. Ah, right. Where you, can, you know what? You get to take one look, I reckon, in those situations. Yeah. You can walk around we, and have one look and that's it, you know. We are on, we Otherwise, are on level what are you trying four. to say? <laughs> we're on level four of the car park. You're yeah. not getting fucking much information <laughs> no. on level four of the car park, let that's me tell it. you that much. Yeah. So she she's like strutting back and forth with a very disgruntled look on her face in front of our car. We're fucking what, like, What do you expect? Like, like some car park? worker is going to jump out of a fucking closet somewhere and go, pardon me, madam, I can see you're distressed. Is there anything I can help you with? You know, we run a professional. What do you fucking expect? Everyone's in that car trying to get out, but you think you you deserve an explanation. Yeah, Yeah. you're going to work it out. You're going to come to a solution. And the way you're going to fix this is by storming around in a little circle, (laughs) huffing and puffing, and (laughs) while everyone sits in their cars and they do that thing where they cover their mouth and talk to their partner and go, do you see this fucking idiot here walking around? Look at this fucking Look at her, look at her. You know, that's what they're doing. Exactly what we're doing. So at that point, well, boss lady's making me feel emasculated. Emasculated. So so I'm like, well, hang on. If she's investigating, fucking I'm Shouldn't I be investigating too? I look like I've got no cock and balls over here in front of the wife. Uh, I better go investigate. So so wait, you're white, you're now white knighting for random ladies in public car parks after the Elton John concert, Greedo. This is Duck on out and make it look like I know what I'm doing here. Make yeah. it like I'm in charge. We're going to sort the traffic out. Yeah. I'm going to go for a wander and see if I can get to the bottom of this situation from level four in the car park at now 11 o'clock at night. I'm sure all so, they need is a firm hand here to steady yeah. the ship and get them out of here safely. We, get them home, covered. Greeno. Get them home. Greeno's got it. Greeno's got it covered. <laughs> so I'm wandering over because I'm just trying to suss out the situation and go, why is there no movement here? Yeah. So I wander on down to the the arse end of the car park, mm. look on over the ledge and realise that there's only one exit from this stupid fucking car park yes. that, is, that is then proceeding on to where the taxi stand is, which Proceeding onto a set of lights in the city, yep. which is going red and green intermittently. <laughs> oh, so we've basically got, welcome to Sydney traffic. We've got a twenty-five thousand people car park oh, that is one big snake yeah. that is being held up by a red light and people trying to get in and out. So as I'm walking back to to the car, then suddenly people <laughs> see me as new boss lady, and they're out their window like, "Hey, hey, uh, what's going on?" Yeah. And I'm like, they're like, you? hang they're on, like, it's okay. There's a dude there now who's taking control. <laughs> Everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> they're like, oh mate, what's the issue? And I'm like, look, it looks like we are at the arse end. Like, did you ever play that game Snake on a Nokia? They're like, yep. And I'm like, we're at the arse end of the snake right now. Yeah. Uh, we we are waiting for the the front of the snake to eat some apples, uh, and then they're going to eat some more apples. And you know how the tail just sits at the ass arse end. Yeah. We, we are there. 
So fucking strap in. Like we are not going anywhere anytime soon until the snake works its way around. The such game. a such a downer to end your night. You had this great night, this great mm-hmm. concert, and then trying to get out of the fucking place is just a terror and a, ta- a nightmare. Yeah. And it always is. So, That's why I love my team, the uh, the Giants, Greeno, because no, we have so few fans that it's always a yeah. dream to get in and out. You know, 100%. I actually loathe it when we play one of the big teams like Collingwood or Essendon up here because it's like, oh no, we're going to have an extra ten thousand people here. I'm going to yeah. have to line up to get my parking ticket. No, you know? it's no good. It's no good. <laughs> so literally, we are sitting in our car. Yeah. It took one hour and one minute before we could move one inch yeah. <laughs> in, in our car. Yeah. Now, normally most people at this point, at the hour in, people were starting to get agitated. Yeah. People were talking to other people. We had a lady come out to ours and like, oh, what do you think? What do you reckon? What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> what are you gonna gonna wait. See, like, now you're responding. You've put your hand up now to be the leader of level four in this car park <laughs> chess like, match nah, against the other like, levels. Because that's really, you're trying lady. to race yeah. every other level off the mm. platform. Now, obviously the ground floor has the key, uh, they have the best position, but I put it to you, unless they get flooded, because if your thing is higher up, let's say the level four people get to their cars first collectively, far, go down. faster than level one or the ground level do. Now, imagine yeah. being on the ground level thinking, we're okay here, we're going to get out, and then you get there and the place is already chocked up and no one lets you out because they're yeah. all nose to tail as well. They've been waiting an hour. No one way. waves you in. Now, that would be mm. more frustrating, I reckon, than being at the end of the snake where you're Correct. like, well, there's nothing we can do about this. I mean, clearly, oh. level one and two have got to sort their shit out first before we get moving here. Spot on. We've got to calm so, down. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and everyone's starting to get agitated. And I'm looking at my wife and I'm like, this is very strange for me because I've got a very low tolerance for like waiting. You know, my, my yeah. theory about lines. Yeah. Like I don't I don't wait in lines, I don't wait in queues. It's fucking not my thing. If there's a line, there's three people. I'm, gonna, I'm fucking wasting my 10 minutes. I'll come back later. That's yep. sweet. Yeah. But for some reason, I was I was surprisingly calm in this situation. And I was, I was saying to my wife, I'm like, whoa, I don't understand. Like, why do I not care? And then I realized this is the like every minute we're in the car park. Someone else is taking care of my kids. Yeah. I don't have to listen to whinging. I don't need to wipe <laughs> asses. I don't need to fucking listen to kitty songs. I'm like, fucking, I'll be here or not. No, this is, this is unbelievable. Can we go home, please, Daddy? I'm tired. I'm hungry. No. <laughs> No, your daddy's services are needed here at the parking lot to get I everyone else home safe. <laughs> Fuck. Shut up, in, kids. It was the first the first date my wife and I had three in three years. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we're just extending date night. This is all right. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's in a car park yeah. waiting for people to move. Yeah. No rush. No. We're all good. You know what? I'm going to let everyone else out instead. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just park here. We'll did. stay in the spot. So, Who cares? Some dude tried to let us in. Yeah. And I, I, but I've probably been watching this guy for an hour. And I'm like, bro. You've been waiting an hour as well. You go first, mate. There you you go. fucking you just you just keep going. We're all good. We're, we're, we're in no rush. You know we've got babysitters. We're all good. You know the best part about this, Greeno? We've proven two things here. Like we've fixed something else here on the show, Greeno. Yep. You know, you don't know anything about public transport. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about Elton John. Yet here we have two examples, right? First mm-hmm. of all, Elton John can, you know, out muscle and out maneuver the public transport system here in Sydney. Yeah. And they can also make a married couple want to spend time with each other. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. 
using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Joy Pessy Greeno. Enjoy the Joy Pessy. Hasn't been on D-Live for a long time, though. So, um, no, the, no, the jingle's good, so we keep it in the rundown. That's right. Yep. I, I can't remember the last time we updated those ads. It's probably the start of the pandemic, to be fair. No, it was years before. It was years before. It was when you uh, moved out of Sydney that we started that. So yeah, that, that was the pandemic. That were, yeah, before the pandemic, yeah. yeah no, that was during the pandemic I moved out of Sydney. Oh, well, then it must have been before that. Yeah, no, you were still coming over at that point to do it. So, no, it was before. It was way before all that stuff. It was, it was, not, it was not long after we stopped doing radio, I think, that we did all ah, those there we go. promos and stuff. And that was a long that. time ago, yeah. So I can't even remember how far back that was, Greeno. That's a long time. Nice, Gary. Getting old now. The years just fly by, don't they? They do. They disappear. They disappear. Uh, quick quick finish off to that story time if I can, Damo. Yeah. Very, 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 very quickly. So uh, finally out of the car park. I love a follow-up. You know that. You don't have to yeah. apologise. Let's look over. Uh, out, of, out of the car park, finally hitting the road, on yeah. the road home, all good. Yeah. What? Uh, it's, it's now about 12.30 on a Wednesday night. Oh, in, dirty. In, in, uh, in Sydney, very quiet in Sydney because, you know, it's the yeah. middle of the week. Everyone else got home. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else went home. <laughs> Something I didn't expect to see because it's pissing down rain. Yeah. Uh, it's twelve thirty at night. It's a Wednesday. Mm. Least thing I expected to see. Yep. Uh, hundred and twenty kilo dude in a muscle shirt walking a pomeranian. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. That's, that's my Truly. town. That's why I he love it. He just kind of goes. Yep. He's just going. Look, it's fucking. It's after midnight. Yeah. Uh, the dog wants to go for a walk. I know it's bucketing down. It's a thunderstorm, but mm. you know. 
Dog's dog's gonna walk. Oh mate, you see all sorts, you know, at, in the middle of the night on weeknights. So we're like weekends. You expect, um, expect an element of stuff going on, yeah. But yeah, I think ninety nine percent of people in this city would be amazed what happens on the streets of their city uh, between mm-hmm. the hours of let's say, you know. One in the morning till five in the morning. There's a whole, yeah. there's a whole other universe happening in this city during those hours that you have no uh, idea about. It's very active. Trust me. It was, it was also the choice of the dog for this dude. Well, a couple of things. Firstly, it was yeah. like it's raining. Let's whack on a muscle shirt. Mm. Secondly, it was this dude is literally 120 kegs of muscle, yeah. but he had a pomeranian. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It was, I, yeah, I, it, was just, it was just an interesting dynamic. It's uh, very interesting like, dynamic. Maybe, maybe the wife and I had a little bit of like, you know, cabin fever from being in the car park for an hour and a half. Yep. But we found that very amusing. Yeah. I don't know why. No, no, it's very, he was, you know what? The kicker is green now. He's probably homeless, you know, because so, that's <laughs> what this city is like. Later. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. He's going to eat the <laughs> speaking, speaking of dogs, He wasn't walking yeah. it. He stole it. <laughs> okay. He stole it. Yeah, stole it the Pomeranian from yeah. someone else. Someone. Yeah. Uh, quick, At the quick, uh, quick story time if we can. Yeah, about, uh, I like that's stories about pinatas. what the show really is at this point. It's just story times. Yeah. It was, was, was a work day today, but the yeah. wife was home with the kids. The kids were on holidays. It's all good. So uh, my wife's like, look, I'm going to put on a, an old movie. Because kids are like, oh, I want to watch TV. I want to watch a movie. So she'd be like, I'm going to watch a movie I used to watch as a kid. She put mm. on Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. She hadn't watched that in years. She's like, I love this movie as a kid. I'm going to fucking put it on with the kids. Everyone's a good time. I don't think I've ever seen it, to be honest. I know the, the iconic I. scenes, but I've never seen mm. the whole thing. You know? Neither have I. It doesn't particularly interest me, but yeah, no. my wife loved it. So uh, I was working during the day. As I went in, she's like, oh, very strange thing at the start of Lady in the Tramp. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, there was like a warning. Hmm. Uh, I'm like, oh, like, you know, the like M rating, like what's M rated in Lady in Tramp? She's like, no, no, no. There was like a graphic at the start which says, you know, this film contains, you know, content that is racially insensitive. What? Um, Lady in the Tramp? We've we've chosen <laughs> to leave it in, but yeah. you know, just want to say that you yeah, know, I need to what, know what, what, what it, it is. in the movie is not like fucking up to scratch. And I'm like, whoa, okay. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, I've never seen the movie, and I said, what was racist about it? Like, yeah, I want to know and she's like, So we spent, like, 10 minutes trying to work out what it was. She's like, so we're flicking through his seat. She's like, fast forward in the scenes. She's like, maybe this. And I'm like, nah, that doesn't seem racist. Fast forward in the next bit. And we went through all the scenes, couldn't really work it out. So then I had to Google it. And it turns out that we are racist because we didn't identify there was a racist scene in this movie. So there's a Siamese cat. Yep, I've got that it. Happens, do you want that happens to, to have do you want me to pull Asian, it up? <laughs> an Asian accent, and it's not even an offensive Asian, Asian accent, to be fair. Mm. And I was like, are we just pretending now that people from different countries don't have, like, different accents? Like, Australians have an we're accent. Pretending anymore. Americans have an accent. Asians have an accent. No. They're like, so I was reading an article about it. They're like, oh, it's a, it's a, there's a gong. In okay. a song in the background, so that's racist. Okay. Uh, there's teeth that are a little bit bucked. Okay. So well, that's I've, racist. I have pulled it up. We can have a look at um, it. The, there was a couple of other things. And there was another one. Uh, oh, yeah. The accent with broken English was racist. And oh, I'm like, okay. have you ever spoken to an Asian person? Yeah. Like in, in Australia? The, that's their second language. Of course. Yeah. Like they have broken English. Like, yeah, I don't know about. I don't know what other people are like. Racist. We have a lot of Asian people in this country. You know why? Because we're practically in Asia, more or less. Yeah, we're closer like, to we, Asia we than we are, are to like 
the Pacific Islands and stuff. That's very a world modern, away from very us. Very multicultural country, but at the yeah. same time, like broken English is not a racist thing. It's because no, it's reality. It, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a second. It's someone's second language. Yeah. Like if I if I moved to Mexico, I'd have pretty fucking broken Spanish as well. Like yeah. it's not a racist thing to point that. Anyway, no. uh, I was I was dumbfounded that that is now cons- like considered uh, as as a warning beforehand. And uh, my kids watch it, and I'm like. Any kid watching this is not looking that going, oh, this this cat I'm a, this cat is giving a, a very uh, bad depiction of Asian people. Okay. Absolutely dumb value. Are you going to have a look? Well, here's, here's a little article. Here's how Lady and the Tramp tackled, quote, the problematic Siamese cat song. And I don't know if you know anything about me, Greener, but that word problematic is m- the most problematic word for me, if that makes mm. sense. I hate that word, the problematic. Now- I, I, when I, to be, can I go, can you go back? And this may sound racist. Yeah. When when my wife said, "Oh, there's some like cats that might be from like uh, from Asia," mm. I was expect, expecting like slinty eyes. Yeah. Like I was expecting nothing pupil wise yeah. at all mm. that might fit into the racial kind of profiling that might have because this movie was made in like 1940, I think. Like I was uh, thinking yeah, like pretty Jerry old. Lee Lewis type things. You know what I mean? It's it's in the it's in the uh, you know when you used to have video stores, it would be in the quote unquote classics. Classics, exactly. Know. And I mean, it is Thailand, so it is you know it's Western Asia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well maybe not so much because that would be India and stuff, I guess. But you know, I, I uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's say I want to see why it's racist. That's what always interests me. So let's have a let's look. Let's have a look here. Okay, we won't so play. I'm, I'm sure Disney eyes. is very litigious, so we probably can't play too much of the song if there is one. Yeah. But. So have a look at those eyes. They don't look very kind of like Asian yeah. stereotype. Okay, it all looks pretty so, fun and happy. Once again, Asian theme music. I mean, cats do slide around on tabletop screen. That's something yeah, that they do. They do they climb do. up on things and peer down on you. I'm failing to see what's like so far. This isn't stereotype. This is exactly the way cats behave. Cat, no, cats do look, yes. Yeah, I think people are being very speciesist here. I mean, yeah. cats do pull shit off tables like that. They do that. Yeah. They they do try to attack birds, Greeno, as well. Uh, I mean, what's going on? What's the problem here? This is all very appropriate cat behaviour. Apparently, this there are is milk nearby. English, <laughs> uh, racist, racist language as well. Okay, well, I mean, everything's mm. fucking racist now, isn't it? And this is, this is, you know, this is good. This is a good thing. Let's cancel all the classics as well cancel while everything. we're at it. Cancel yeah. everything. Get rid of it all, Grino. I, I also noticed that the, at the start of the, the Disney films now, you know how in the old days, like you'd have the like, here's an it's an M, it's an MA, it's a PG, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Yeah. and they'd have like, why was M PG, blah blah blah. And the old things were like violence, uh, sex scenes, and tit. That yeah. were the three. Now they marked SS, and it's you know this this movie contains sections of white supremacy and racism and bigotry. Just so you're aware. Well, not so much that uh, the one that was on both of the uh, the films today, because my wife watched another one and thought it was a. I thought that was the one that had this warning, and I'm like, does that say what I think it says? And it said warning, hmm. tobacco depiction. Tobacco. Wait, well, that's yes, that's no, a good pickup. No. I remember Honestly. hearing like twenty years ago, Greeno, on the radio, like late at night. I was fucking driving a truck or something, you know, around Sydney, shit old Sydney, trying to move a truck around. And no. I, you know, I remember hearing on the radio this story where um, 
they were digitally removing the cigarettes from old movies, like in classic do. movies from the 50s and stuff. I remember hearing about this, yeah. And I remember thinking, this is fucking madness. Like, because you, you're now a rate, you're, you're, a, the, the argument is always from the people who endorse these things. It's like, oh, it's just one little thing. What's your problem? But that's the thing. They're all one little things. And when you add up all of the one little things, it's not actually one little thing at all. It's one big thing that's happening yeah. everywhere. And I remember thinking, this fucking madness. You because you're erasing history now. Whether it's you think it's a fickle thing or not to edit cigarettes out of movies, you're actually tampering with something that's recorded. You're you're editing history to your own preference. And that's fucking horrendous behavior. Now that was twenty years ago that they were doing yeah. that shit. Can you imagine how far that insidious virus-like mentality has infested the arts, Greeno? Imagine trying to get an art scholarship now as a young person, and what what hoops you'd have to jump through. You know, it wouldn't just matter if you you just had to be good at what you were doing. You'd have to be a whole bunch of other things too. You'd have to be an activist. You'd have to have the right opinion about everything. It must be a fucking nightmare to be a well, young what, creative person now. What kind of confused me though is like, so those things in the past mm. were like, oh, we don't want kids to see this, right? Yeah. So it made sense. We don't want to see a, a, have a kid see like someone getting shot. We don't want to see like, you know, like, like we don't well, see it was just, it was advice it for, used for, to... for a kid, you know what I mean? Now, if someone, like someone in a, a cartoon has like a, a cigarette from the 1930s, yeah, you gotta, we don't want to see that. Which, paintbrush which, it once out. again, you kind of have to like compare it to real life. Like, are we meant to now ban people from smoking on the streets? Yes. Like, because once again, you don't want to see kids on the street in real life seeing right. gun violence or tit or hardcore sex scenes. But if if now tobacco depictions is now a warning, do we need to give warnings as we're walking down the street? Of like, well, it's the Dennis Leary thing of like, you got to smoke under the blanket, under like dark lights off in, in the corner. Like, yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean. It makes per it makes perfect sense though to the people who are doing it. That's the problem. People complaining for the sake of complaining, like well, they they literally think let's cancel everything and we'll make the world a better place if we pretend like things don't exist. You know, which is <laughs> that's never going to work out in your favour in the long run. <laughs> Eventually, uh, whether we all like it or not, reality will catch up to you, and it happens to everyone. Quick, quick, nice Gary to BE who's listening. Nice he's, uh, Gary. He's, he's got both. He, he He's punt happening on one screen and then he's got Siamese cats and listening to the block on another screen yep. simultaneously happening. So let's hope the bet gets up there, sir. Ah, uh, nice Gary. Nice Gary. What have we got? Let's get to, let's get to the real big story. Oh, yeah. Can we do though. the Michael Clark thing? Yes, we can. 100%. All right. So a little backstory for uh, our American brothers and sisters and people from Sweden and Vietnam, Greeno, where we're huge, by the way. Don't huge fucking Vietnam. doubt us. Uh, huge Vietnam. Michael Clark was the former Australian cricket captain right after one of our most uh, successful captains, that being Ricky Ponting Greener. Now, Michael Clark comes from roughly the same area that myself and Greeno grew up in as well, which adds a different kind of flavor to it. Now, mm -hmm. the accusation around now, I like I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put it all out there, my opinion of Michael Clark, and you're gonna wonder why are we to why are these two idiots talking about this former Australian cricket captain? Who gives a fuck? Like I've said this many is, times on the show. This is shitty gossip stuff that's on regular TV that we don't normally talk about. That's right. This now it's two things. It ticks two boxes. Number one, I've we've always said on this show that the second most important job in Australia is after the Prime Minister, the captain of the Australian cricket team, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is this is trash. This is trash that go 
goes that goes right to our hearts here on this show, Greeno. The level of which it's hard to fucking you know explain without tearing up because it makes you so proud. Now, Michael Clark came from the same similar area to where myself and Greeno grew up. But the accusation of Michael Clark Greeno was always that what he's a like a manufactured PR molded kind of captain who's been taught from a young age to say the right things and you know yeah. smile and don't get any you know, any controversy and he's also the guy that Simon Cadditch put up against the locker by the throat. Nice, Gary. When he tried to leave before singing the team song, Greeno. Now, in his defence, though, was trying to go out and fuck his girlfriend. He was trying to go out and fuck his girlfriend. Now, speaking of yeah. fucking of girlfriends. This happened, and this is a little bit of former uh, famous cricket captain Trash here and Greeno, current uh, television celebrity, very big celebrity here, one Carl Stefanovic Greeno. Ah, uh, well, that once again, uh, that's that's kind of uh, a bit of a grey area. How how famous Carl Stefanovic? People know oh, him. Oh, come on, Carl is huge. Yeah. Carl is people, huge. People, He's people huge. Know, people know him. No one watches what he got asshole. He got asshole from the show that he hosted, the morning show, and they begged him to come back. They fucking begged him to come nice, back. Gary. That's how. Then now, when you're at that point, you're you are at certain levels of huge. It's like we want you back here. We don't give a fuck about the what happened in the past is in the past. We need you back here. Come on back to the team. You know that, that that's a huge celebrity in Australian terms. Otherwise, he'd just end up working at the ABC, Greener. <laughs> Yeah, but at the same time, still no one watches morning TV in Australia. No, well, Elton John fans do, by and large. <laughs> they watch a little well, more, you know, little Sunrise, little Today, Greeno. Couple. Uh, couple. Average audience, about 248,000. 248. Fans love their morning no, TV, man. Greeno. Fans love their morning TV. <laughs> they love their Carl Stefanovic. So he's a host on one of the those morning TV shows where half of it is, you know, they look at these fantastic new fry pans that you can buy. Yeah. Okay. So this is a confrontation between – that's right. This is, a, this is a confrontation between the former Australian cricket captain and the current, um, you know, morning show heartthrob, Carl Stefanovic. Let's have a look. Now, I'm, I'm, can I just share one thought, Greeno, and then I'm going to oh, open man. up the floor share to you. Share your thoughts and then open up the floor. Okay. I, my one thought here is this actually, for me, is a beautiful day and a beautiful moment because despite the many years of accusations that Michael Clark had about him being like a kind of PR manufactured pretty boy and, you know, someone who always says the right thing, this is actually confirming to me that, you know what, he's one of us all along. You can take the boy out of the West, Greeno, but you can't take the West out of the boy. The, you Bro, know. I, I cannot <laughs> believe that you fucking stole... Oh, I'm ripping someone else off again. No, no. (laughs) We both watched this clip and I said, there's nothing fucking funny about this. And and you said to me before the show, I've got a take on it. It's fine. I said, I've got a take on it. In the end, we both had the exact same fucking stories about that. That literally literally happened pre-show. Like we discussed the Michael Clark thing. (laughs) Neither of us knew what the other one was going to say. Greeno was like, oh, I think I've come up with something for the Michael Clark thing. And I'm like, you know what? I've got some thoughts on it. So uh, we'll talk about it when we do it. And yeah, 
It's, it's that we both ironically find him, and this is an endearing clip to us because this is like, this, oh, this is Westy talk here. Well, here's, yeah, I've got a couple. I'll, I'll, I'll carry on from yeah, your place. Please point. do. So, because you're right. Not so much the PR thing. He was always said like, oh, you know, he's, he's fucking free. He's from the suburbs. He's a rich guy now. He doesn't fucking know where he came from anymore. And then I saw him come out shirtless, yeah. pissed as a chook, pissed as a limp, limped him, limping because he fucked up his hammy in this stupid brawl yeah. and called his best mate a cunt. And I'm like, fucking the Westie. The Westie. Westie. Like, <laughs> you you nice, can move the brawl yeah. to the Eastern Suburbs. You That's give him it. as much PR as you want. That's it. You cannot take the Westie out of the boy. No. And I guarantee he called And the fact that he referred to Carl as Carlos. Yeah. Like still correct. That's like, an, he, he knows him very well. You know. You can't fucking walk away. You can't. Like it, it was just, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was exactly what a Westie kind of. Like I feel like uh, they should be heading heading back to the RSL after this. <laughs> Go back to the RE for a couple of scooies, Greeno. A couple of scooies. They'll find a way to get in. Like a mate will sneak him over the back fence, yeah. and they'll be all good afterwards. That'll be fantastic. Um, kind of embarrassing that you know this is the state of uh, this. This was almost front page news in Australia. Yeah. That like just a former cricket captain and a TV presenter yeah. got into a bit of bit of argument. Bit of fisticuffs, uh, Greeno. Bit of fisticuffs. Because Let's watch it again. Let's see it again. Clarky was banging someone else. I can tell you now, cunt. Don't you fucking walk it away. But you, you cunt. Now, what, the interesting, I want to analyse this a little the, deeper, Greeno. The, the hit me, the hit me, hit me bit is a very Westy move. Because that just asserts your authority. Yeah, of come like, on, I'm cunt, so, hit me. Fucking, I want I'm, you to hit I'm, me. Hit me, cunt. I'm so, I'm so drunk. Like, I know I'm about to get a ball. Fucking, I won't I feel a thing. Me. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking hit me. I'm all good. I'm so off my tits right now. Yeah. I won't fucking feel it if you smack me in the mouth. You know? <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up, mate. But now, what I want to analyze here is... Now, we I don't know the chick, okay? Because there's a chick who's kind of being... Delirious in the background, threatening we, to faint we, on a couch. To, you know. Do you want to know the backstory? Oh well, can I? Well, okay. Let me give you my analysis first, and okay. then we'll see if it's correct or not. Okay, How about that? Sounds good. So this chick, I don't really know who she is yet. Obviously, clearly, and mm-hmm. my what I'm thinking is, who is she addressing when she's saying the things that she's saying? Because you got keep an ear out. All right, we'll play it one more time. Keep an ear out for her in the background. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You piece of shit. So that's her going, you piece of shit. And that's Carl saying, you're wrong. Stop it. You're wrong. Stop yeah. it. Okay. Now tell me, what's what's the story here? All right. So the backstory of this whole fracker, the stoush. Fracker. It's a stoush, Greeno. We're calling stoush, it a stoush. Demo. It's a stoush. Nice, uh, Is... Uh, the whole argument, this whole this whole clip began because Clarky and his girl, current girlfriend were getting into a bit of a domestic over the fact that uh, Clarky might have been caught out by his girlfriend, fucking his ex girlfriend. Oh. Now, where where Carlos comes into the story? Yeah, oh, yeah. Treat treat this with the appropriate level of respect. <laughs> respect. Yeah. So uh, where Carlos comes into Again, this whole Westy, equation, Westy right white trash greeno, I love it. No, love and it. This is the this 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 story gets more Westy white trash with the next bit. So where Carlos comes into it is him and Clarky yeah. are banging sisters. Ah, right, sister so, each. So Clarky's current girlfriend, his her sister is banging Carl Stefanovic. 
Right. And vice versa. Okay. Now, oh, mate, that's – if you're t- – look, now, you know what? I'm going to – Dick. I'm going to have to call a dick move here on both Clarky and Stefanovic. Do you Go. not understand all you're doing is setting up a potential future career for these girls? Because they're going to write mm. books and stuff about how they were. If you're two celebrities, you can't ha- and you're dating a sister and the, there's a sister who's mm. dating someone else. The other person cannot be a celebrity. Okay. Nah, that's it. You're, you're playing with fire because years from now, these girls are going to be like, we're going to share and we're going to mix. Uh, we're going to share our stories about each of the celebrities. You know what I yeah. mean? And the celebrity circles happen? they were running in. They- Next thing and you know, it's girls, a fucking mini series. Nice. And also, the, these girls are in their early twenties. Yes. Clarky's in his forties. Is he and really? Yeah, he would be too, wouldn't he? Carl, Carl Stefanovic's in his fifties. Yes. Like these are. This is. This it'll is like, it'll quickly become in you know in the sensationalist uh, society um, that we live in. This will become fanatical and you know predatory with the drop of a hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone is going to be like, they're going to take the girl's side immediately if this turns, sure. if this goes tits up. So shall we? Shall we take a take a bit now of yeah. how long uh, one of these girls before they're on the Bachelor? <laughs> nice, Gary. Short form. <laughs> Wait, Short form, sure. I, I will match that bet with has one of them already been on been the Bachelor? On the Bachelor, correct? <laughs> Look, I don't um, know. That's not fair. We don't know the girls. But, you know, as a general rule, celebrities, you shouldn't mix and match. You shouldn't be going yeah. with the same well, family. We've got, we've got a 20, 22-year-old, 24-year-old, maybe yeah. in a 40-year-old Clarky and Carl Stevenovi. Yeah. I think we can judge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, let's be real here. Um, Clearly I'm, they're in love. That's what we mean. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100% in love. Now, uh, but, yeah, I'm very gonna... endearing. Fuck you, you uh, fucking cunt. She can hit yeah. me, you cunt. You can't you fucking can't. get it back here, you cunt. Fucking hit me, mate. Out of the boy. Yeah. Now, uh, I want to give a, a tip of the hat, a nice Gary, nice to Gary. Some, nice ra- Gary. some rando on Twitter yep. who uh, pointed out that the newspaper headlines missed out on the most perfect uh, headline for this particular article. Yeah. Two girls, one pup. Oh, girls, one. Nice, Gary. That would have been sensational. That would have been very good. Absolutely. Uh, that's enough of that shit. Let's fucking move on. Yeah. Uh, you'll get a bit of a Uni Day update, Damo. Uni Day. Let's go. So uh, last week we we announced that uh, we we obviously, well, a few weeks back, we announced the, the Kostya Zuzu to go with Costa. Yeah, the Kostya, the Kostya, the Costa, Kostya Zuzu. Zuzu, yeah. uh, which we're going to have right. there at Uni Day. With and uh, Kenosha Kickers, Greeno from Sheboygan. Yeah. JD Fortune. JD Fortune leading them. the Kenosha Kickers. Kenosha <laughs> Kickers in, in – in place of Gus Lubitsky, I think it was. Um, but uh, we also then announced last week the big signing of uh, Lorenzo Lamas's Lamas. Yes. We're going to be part of Costa and Costa Zoo's Zoo. Uh, Devin, uh, did you mention Devin Rattray, Greeno? He's going to be there, we, isn't he? Or? We did not mention Devin Rattray. <laughs> he will be uh, there. He definitely doing, is going to be there. Doing fan fiction readings of Home Alone imaginations, <laughs> reimaginings. <laughs> With the as kids, buzz. yeah, as he's, buzz. Gonna, he's gonna call, yeah, he's gonna call people like meatheads or something like that. Yeah. In the in the Devon Retro script universe uh, yeah. of the Home Alone spin-off, Greeno, he's actually the star in it, and he just goes around yeah. beating up all the other kids. And your your yeah. child will be able to be one of the children he beats up in this in this fan fiction version of you know Home Alone. Of course, 
in this new version of Home Alone, Devin Rattray playing Buzz is actually like a you know a man in his mid forties or thereabouts, exactly. and he just beats up all the other kids. You know, don't touch my fucking stuff, oh, Kevin. If, now, if your child is named Kevin, you can go to the front of the line. You will be promoted. Yeah. But you do have to bring the birth certificate. We do have to have verification. Everyone's going to say their kid's name Kevin. Karina. Exactly. Boy or 100%. girl these days, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's yeah. all Kevin. It's all That's sis, right. whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so we've got all that happening. But once again, the fans have reached out and they're like, look, I love it. We still we still feel like there's a lack of musical acts there for Unity Day. Like we're pumped, don't get me wrong. Okay. We're pumped for Costa, and we're pumped for the Costa Zoo Zoo. We're yep. pumped for Lorenzo Lamas's Llamas. Yeah, we need um, a little we need a little more tunes playing. We need some We're pumped motivation. for Devin Rattray, but we yeah. feel feel like uh we, we feel like we need a little bit of music. And mm. and thankfully, our uh, Unity Day reporter Troy got in touch. Got in touch. And he's like, boys, I've got I've got, got you covered. I've uh in the background, I've been working on it. Yeah. We got Kajagoogoo. <laughs> Who, no, who who's, no, hang on, hang on. Who's Kajagoogoo? Yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah. very good point. They <laughs> they had a 1983 hit single yeah. with a song called Too Shy. <laughs> nice. All right. But they're going to redo it, revamp it, repackage it. Reimagine it, uh, Grado. Re- reboot it, if you will, yeah. to Zoo Shy. <laughs> nice. So they're going to play their big and only hit, Zushai. At, at the Costa Costa Zuzu. At, at the Costa Costa and Costa Zuzu yeah. with Lorenzo Lamas's Lamas. Yes. Uh, so that, fucking look out for that. That's going to be a big day. That, that's that's going to be huge out there for the kids, isn't it? That's that's next Thursday. We're going to have to do a, we'll do a review show next week, right. uh, post junior day. You know what? We were thinking, how can we make the, the Devin Rattray beatings even more enjoyable for the children? Yeah. And it's like, you know what? We'll get this fucking thing done. Together, we'll get this show get, on the road. We're gonna get Kajagoogoo, Kajagoogoo <laughs> coming in. One and only hit, yeah. too shy, and change it to Zushai. Nice, oh, imagine that playing back to back, non-stop Can in you the background. It? At the Costa, Costa and Costa Zuzu, with the children with wailing in the background, screaming. With Lorenzo Lamas, the Lamas, yeah. and fucking the Kenosha Kickers. Now, what, with, we'll, uh, what we'll do is, I think, what we'll do is, in order to space this out, we'll have uh, Gadget Lajagoogoo. What are they called again? <laughs> Huh? Kajagoogoo. Kajagoogoo. Now, we'll have Kajagoogoo playing whilst open. Devin... They're, they're, open for the, they're opening for the Knosh Kickers, right? Obviously. Well, no, here's, here's my thinking, right? So we'll have Kajagoogoo playing whilst Devin is beating the children. But okay. he's not going to be able to beat them for eight hours. His arms are going to get tired at some point. And we'll need to take Devin Retray off stage. And that's mm-hmm. when we'll bring out the Kenosha Kickers with JD Fortune. And then we'll let the kids beat up JD Fortune, Green. Oh, there we go. How about that? So, do you reckon uh, Kajagoogoo, a uh, big in Sheboygan? Huge, Greener. Huge in Sheboygan. Massive. They love they love Kenosha Kickers and Kajagoogoo. Kajagoogoo. That's right. Yeah. Guaranteed. They're quite Thanks the for, double uh, act. Thanks for having Denver Report of Troy for getting in touch. Fantastic. Letting us know who he's booked in the background. So that's gonna be fucking that's gonna be a big day. Mm. Huge, huge day. Uh what do we got next day? Coming up, actually, got- Greeno, next week we'll have to report on uh Unity Day because it would have happened next week. Li- literally what I said about fucking a minute and a half that's ago. Fantastic. Nice, nice game. Yeah. <laughs> Unity Day next week on the show. How about that? <laughs> next Thursday, it's almost live. That's almost live. Thing. It's incredible. We, we will have like the seven-year anniversary. This time next year, we'll have the seven-year anniversary live Unity Day. Are we going to be day. live on Unity Day next year, Greeno, in 2024? 
2024, will, our, our show will fall on the 26th of January. So will it really? So we have to do live Unity Day. I All right, like BE's in the chat. BE's yeah. in the chat. Troy, you know, Unity Day, Troy will be listening to the podcast later on. We'll have to do yeah. uh, some kind of arrangement. You know, we'll do it over Skype or something so it's easy. But, 100% yeah, we'll get, get everyone, everyone on the show. And I <laughs> Unity Day be, reports live I, on the air. I think, <laughs> I think that might be the year that we need to bring everyone on uh, from history. So we'll get Dean Hutton back. Dean Hutton. <laughs> we'll get Eden Gahar. We'll get them we'll all back. Get them and we'll bring for a big... Because it might be the year to retire Uni Day next year when we have to do it live. Because <laughs> I'm running out of random references to bring up next year. <laughs> we'll have to find another day and do something else. <laughs> Can we replace make, Christmas? Make up content. Uh, but you know what? Christmas, Christmas has become too commercial. So we're yeah. going to start a new version of Christmas. Devin Rattray is going to be there. <laughs> And the Kenosha Kickers. <laughs> Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin. Uh, we'll get, get him involved. Yeah. Uh, Damo, let's cancel everything, shall we? Yes. Please. Uh, we saw this throughout the course of the week. The Australian Open is happening as we speak. Yep. Uh, they're playing games in stupid heat. They're playing games at four in the morning. Yep. Uh, but Doesn't that cancel- always happen with the Australian Open, though, to be found? There are a lot of games uh, that get I, disrupted usually. Because Melbourne weather is just, you know. It's, it's all over the yeah. shop. Look, I, I I know there's a, always a heat issue, but I can't yeah. remember a game going like that stupidly late in the morning. Hmm. Four in the morning but, does seem excessive. Yeah. What time exactly. do they start? If they start at ten though, or not? They started at midnight. Yeah, no, that's that's unacceptable. That's too late. Like, you got to call a day. But the problem is they were so backed up on the schedule because of the heat and the rain. Mm. They're like, oh, uh, sorry, Andy Murray, with your bionic hip. Like you had to get out at midnight and yeah. fucking play an Aussie. And that's the worst thing. Like the Aussie lost to the end in four a, at 4 a.m. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, this is just fucking like, if we're going to play at 4 in the morning, at least with the Aussie to win, not Andy Murray. No, fuck um, Andy Murray. <laughs> and, you know, so if you win an epic like that, it's the greatest, it's one of the greatest experiences of your sporting it's, career. It's if you John, lose John it, is, it's, it's yeah. pointless. It's a waste of well, time. It's that know. John Isner game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isner and I can't remember, fucking, I can't remember the other guy. started guy. with Stacker or something or Stanica or nah, something name like that. Isner and BE went over the answer to this question. Yeah. Uh, who, who was the guy that Isner played in that like three day, it was like a US Open epic. It was, yes. it was, maybe it was Wimbledon. Um, yeah. How many sets was it? Like you know, was it over ten? Uh, it sets? went to like 20, 25, 23 in the in the fifth, mm-hmm. and that's when they started to bring in the super tiebreak. Like the kind of people playing for three days, they got no chance. Yeah, I just remember John John Isner. I can't remember the other dude. But we're not going to ban four AM finishes. We're not going to ban thirty eight degree days. Just see what we're going to ban, Damo. Mm-hmm. Russian flags when Russians are playing oh, in this rain open. Now look at the time. Remember? Do you remember at the start of? the Ukraine thing and there was that story about they they started banning Russian athletes from competing at events. Do you remember that? We spoke about yes. that on the show and I'm like, look, this is fucking ridiculous. This port this like if you're a young Russian tennis chick, she probably she's probably been living in fucking Miami for the last ten years. You know, mm-hmm. she remember there was that Russian player who had no Russian accent whatsoever, you know, had an American accent and mm-hmm. was quite successful. So, you know, you just why? Because you're pissed off at Vladimir Putin? This might have even been before the Ukrainian war, for all I remember, you know. Um, so, you know, it's like it's you're unfairly, you know, 
you're unfairly trashing these young people's sporting careers and their hopes and their dreams because of, you know, this other issue, which is just, it's not appropriate, I don't think. It's not and I understand agree. Like, we need to, uh, they refer to it as, like, sport washing, but like, you need to be able to differentiate athletes who have trained their whole career and what is happening in the real world, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, we can't pretend that these people aren't from Russia. Like, they're, they're two completely separate things. And, and like, here's the thing. You're allowed to be Russian. You're allowed hmm. to be from Russia and uh, be Russian and be proud of being Russian. You're allowed to be all of those things. So when you see a story like this, Ukrainian ambassador calls on organisers to take action after, quote, Russian flag displayed at US Open. Nice, Gary! So the Russians are no longer allowed to wave their own flag, Greeno. No. You need to be ashamed. Didn't we learn our lesson last year when we tried to wag the finger at Novak Djokovic about the vax? Didn't we Didn't yeah. we figure out then, you know what, let's nah. not be busybodies to everybody all well, the time. This, we look like fucking nerds This isn't Australians. This is the Ukrainian ambassador. Yeah. Now, look, I, I could understand. <laughs> well, he's here. Understand. He should understand the culture a little better, should he not? Well, I, could, <laughs> I could understand the outrage because I clicked on this link assuming the outrage was that some dickhead bought in a Russian flag while the Ukrainian was playing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a bit of a dick move. Don't fucking do that. Like, yeah, get the fucking flag out of there. Hmm. But then I'm like, hang on. It was a match between a Russian and, and a Ukrainian. Ukrainian. So they no, bought a Russian flag to support their their To guy. support yeah. the Russian player, not to be like a dick to the Ukrainian. Yeah. Like, they're, they're two different things. Like, once again, not everything is black and white. You've got to be able to look at everything and go, well, hang on, no, these guys are just supporting their Russian player. But you know Let's what? Let's, you know what? Even if they are trying to make some weird point about the war, be thankful that they're just holding up a flag they're and holding not up holding flag. up some a fucking, fucking fine about a... a <laughs> They're not holding up a sign that says "bomb Ukraine" or anything, you know. So fucking, re- it's a it's a sporting event. There are yeah. people from different nationalities. They're holding a flag up. Get a grip. Yeah, move on. Cancel everything, Damo. Cancel everything. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Uh, Damo, a bit of a uh, late breaking uni day news. Oh, really? This is fucking. This doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm proud of our boy B E. Hmm. Now B E was our former uh, Earth reporter. No, he was the London. He was the UK reporter first, UK reporter, and yeah. then he and became the Earth reporter. The Earth reporter because he realised he needed more kind of spanning. That's right. But then he, be, realized, then he was the smart reporter at one point. The smart reporter for a little bit, yeah. and then we realised like we we feel like we can't offer enough career development for B. No, so right. we need to let him freelance. We, we were having and, to split our half a case of Mountain Dew Mountain that we Dew. each received right. from uh, com at the time. Yeah. to do the show, and we were having to split our portion of the half a case of Mountain Dew with him. So we'd have to give – I'd have to give a can and Greeno would have to – I hope you were giving full cans, by the way. Because, I was giving full cans, 100%. Okay, because okay, I, I was giving I was a making full sure can. We're giving, giving fair share. Yeah. But then we also, like, once again, we, we had our end-of-year HR meeting with BE, and mm. he's like, look, boys, I feel like there's enough career development here. Yeah, like, I'm looking for a little more Earth, growth. I'm already yeah. the Earth reporter. So, unfortunately, we had to say to him, like, well, mate, if you want to basically just be a contractor to the show mm. – and explore other opportunities for your own career development. Like, yeah. we'd hate to lose you, but at the same time, we understand. And we had yeah. to kind of just let him spread his wings like the butterfly yeah. that he is, you know? Yeah, I mean, because um, when you when you are Earth reporter, where can you go? You, well, it's, you know what, if you want to set up shop on one of the moons of Saturn and report exactly. from there and be the, you know, the you know, the galaxy reporter or the solar, how, let's start, you know, with something achievable. Let's be the solar system reporter, okay? Yeah. You know, if you want to move down that path. <laughs> 
then we support you, but obviously we're not going to be able to fund you. We can't moving. afford those because now no. we're talking intergalactic. It's just not well now the instead of giving one can of Mountain Dew, I'm probably going to have to give two, and that's you know that's and now, that's a whole budget. That's taken Mountain Dew out of my baby's mouth, Greeno. I can't yeah, have exactly. That, you know? it's, and then yeah, suddenly you got no Mountain Dew, and yeah. no one's a winner. Yeah. So we had we had to just let him freelance and do his thing, but he still contributes to the show where yeah. he can. That's right. But at, yeah. a, at a fee, so we'll give him like maybe a small cup of Mountain Dew, not a full can, not a full, just can, a little bit. No. But he contributes. It's watered but, down though, if we if he wants it to make it look exactly, like a full it, cup. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, it's yeah. all good. Yeah. Uh, but he's been working in the background during this episode, mm. and uh, good news, he, he's managed to make a sign for Unity Day himself. Oh, nice, Gary. What have we got? So, so contributing. So uh, to add to Costa Zuzu, Costa, Costa Zuzu, yeah. Cost Costa and Costa Zuzu. Yes. Uh, <laughs> to ride Lorenzo Lamas's llamas, we've now got a tour guide. Yeah. Mark Philippoussis. <laughs> so now you've got the poo <laughs> leading the llamas around Costa and Costa Zuzu. Nice, Gary. I can big signing for BE to big get the signing. poo on board. Yep. And the Costa and Costa Zuzu. He obviously got the poo. He knew the poo was available because he's not, you know, having anything he's to do with tennis TV. at the moment. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the Australian Open TV is shows. on, and the poo isn't he's there. Free. Yeah, he he falls into the Unity Day budget when he's showing up on like Celebrity SAS, whatever it may be. If you're if you're one of our American brothers and sisters, you wouldn't be familiar with Mark Philippoussis. Now, did the, the poo never won a Grand Slam? He he got to the final. He of got one. to finals. He got to a couple of U.S. Open. Oh, he got to yeah. U.S. Open final against Pat. And we, we didn't want him to win because we That's like right. Pat more than the boot. That's right. Uh, and obviously he lost. Yeah. And then I think he might have got to another final and maybe. lost to Goran Ivanisevic, maybe? Yeah, no, I think Goran Ivanisevic lost one to someone else, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway... <laughs> That's beside the point. He was he was a tennis player, but he was also someone who fucked Paris Hilton once he retired. And Paris Hilton once referred to him as my boyfriend, who I think he was a tennis player. No. <laughs> Swear to God, direct direct quote. Oh, I forgot that the. And the he was also it. he was also the uh, boyfriend and broke the heart of one Delta Goodrum Greener. Delta Goodrum, who uh, was a cancer survivor in Australia. Cancer survivor, uh, Australia's sweetheart. You know, Australia's sweetheart. After Kylie he- Minogue. Then came Delta Goodrum. Delta, because she was a cancer survivor, and then he fucked her and dumped her, and everyone was like, oh, well, And then he fucked Paris Hilton. After. And then he fucked Paris Hilton. Who, who didn't even know it. if he was a tennis player or no, not. No, you, uh, <laughs> you said the Americans won't know him, Damo. I beg to differ, because yeah. it turns out Mark Philippoussis had a dating show in America called what? Age, of, Age of Love. Oh, what is this? We need to see this. I've never heard of this. Okay, That's we're going to have to. Extend uh, the show here. We can, surprisingly, okay. only went for one season. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> okay, what's it called? Age of Love? Age of Love, Mark Philippoussis. Oh, so there's, there's it's a here on YouTube. I think we have it. It's <gasps> a fun little... Oh, my God. Nah, I don't no, I don't think No, 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 no. Uh, just put Age of Love, Mark Philippoussis. Okay, God, I hope there's something here. Yes, Philippoussis. Oh, promo 2007, the promo. Oh, let's look at the promo, shall uh, we? For the this age of love. We are not going to get copyrighted by this. You're okay to play the whole thing, I okay. think. Okay. Oh, look, here's Mark Philippoussis flexes his muscles on the fastest. No, no, we don't want that. Okay, age of love. Yeah. Let's have a look. Saturday, Monday, June 18th, a social experiment that will have all of America talking. Oh, my God. This 30-year-old will date women in their 20s Hi. and in their 40s. <laughs> you know what? Nice Gary Mark Philippoussis. Nice Mark Philippoussis. Nice Gary. 
not a, I, I, you know what? I've got to, I've got to give him one of these, Greeno, because I was, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, giving him like a backhander by saying he's, fa- he's more famous for fucking Paris Hilton than he is for playing tennis, you know, more or less. But little did I know, not only did he fuck Paris Hilton, he probably fucked everyone else. As well. Everyone in the show. <laughs> he had a whole show. An Australian. So, he, so the poo headed over to the States and he yeah. had a little reality show. And so at 30 years old, he was still playing tennis, mind you. Yeah. He was still playing at 30, if I'm not mistaken. Surely. Yeah, he would, he would have been there or thereabouts, yeah. And he went over to the States and had his way with a bunch of... I want to be... So, look, this is the exper- an experiment like no one's ever seen before. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic social experiment. Mark Philippoussis, this guy is going to go out with 20-year-olds and 40-year-olds. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to figure out the age-old question, does age matter? Um... <laughs> uh... Let's 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 believe. I cannot believe this is real, and I haven't known about it. Oh my god! Let's should we have a look at who got eliminated first? Is is it age or no? Eliminated episode one, forty-six year old. Episode uh, episode two, eliminated (laughs) four year old. Episode three, eliminated four year old. Episode four, eliminated four year old. So he just kicked out all the old chicks week after week until the only the young ones were left. The oh winner, the winner was uh, Amanda Salinas, 25 years of age, hockey team dancer. Nice, from Gary. the Middle Tennessee State University. <laughs> Mark Philippus is crazy. <laughs> He's not going to end up with a 40-something. Bring it on. Is this what happens when you date a 30-year-old guy? Who do you think he'll choose? I think he'll choose love. the 25-year-old. Age of love. There you I think he'll choose the 25-year-old hockey team dancer. He's choosing the 25-year-old. They were known dance. between as kittens and cougars. The, <laughs> the kittens and the cougars. Fuck off and fuck off now. <laughs> I can't believe that's that's terrible. That's, that's a real thing that happened. That is we missed it. I missed it. I can't believe I, I missed didn't it. Miss this. 2007. Oh. That we would. That was like prime poo as well. Yeah, um, prime poo. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Philippoussis, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, poo, the poo. Nice, Gary. Damo, uh, can you go into the DMs? Yeah. Because we've got BE and the poo at Wimbledon. Oh no! Come on, live, live pick. So this is how this is how oh, gets, no. <laughs> gets the stars now. Question B: uh, Did he? B looks like he's in his twenties here. Here we go. Yeah. B looks like he's in his twenties here. Did he try and fuck you? <laughs> nice, Gary. B in the poo. Look at that. The the the, the solar system reporter is paying off already, Greeno. There you go. Yeah. Have a look at it. Went well into done. outer space to retrieve a picture of Mark Philippoussis. <laughs> so good. Fantastic stuff. Uh, that's sensational. Well like, yeah, that's it. Uh, what are we going to do, man? What are we gonna... yeah, let's wrap it up. We've been going an hour and a half. I think we've done yeah, enough. Let's, that's long enough. Let's cut the cord. <laughs> We'll come back next week and do it again. We'll catch up with the stuff we didn't do. We are are not going to get any better than Age of Love with Mark Philippoussis. Even though there's seven things in the rundown, nothing better than that. There is literally nothing better than that. And B.E. with Pooh. 
back there in his twenties. Just perfect, uh, Greeno. Perfect way to end a perfect show. Obviously, everything it is perfectly. Yeah. Uh, do we do plugs anymore? I've really got to work out nah, a this no plugs. Because I try and do plugs, and then you go, "There's no, no plugs." Fuck the plugs. You know what? I'm I'm, decide- I'm putting my foot down now. I'm making an an executive decision on the show, Greeno. From here for here for, here on, we are not doing any more plugs ever ever again. Ever again. So okay. I'm in the show then. No plugs. No, we'll just say, all right, see ya. Uh, <laughs> awkward. Awkward pause. Um, all right. In that case, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies if life should reject you there's me to protect you if i say that your tongue is vicious if i call you uncouth it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth